Today is the 2nd of December, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, links to everything, including our social media, are in the episode notes as well. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, our Lord God, our hearts are full of praise and thanks for your promise. You comfort and you help us with this promise every day, enabling us to hold true through all distress. Remember us in these times, Lord, and let the cry, Hosanna, rise often in our hearts. Let a bright light shine out now as you once let it shine around the world the way you let it shine through our Lord Jesus, showing him as King and Saviour. Protect us and bless us. Bless our land and all those appointed to govern. Pour out your Spirit on them, Lord, so that they may carry out your will. For your will must be done, and surely, surely should happen. Because this is the promise that we trust in, Lord, and it's in this that we hope. We praise you, Lord our God. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Amen. John 5, verse 47. But if you don't believe what Moses wrote, how can you believe what I say? Recently I ran a new members course in church, and one of the things that we looked at was the various understandings of the authority of Scripture. There are, when you look at it, there are essentially seven different views when it comes to the authority of the Scriptures. Views that range from the inerrant, infallible Word of God through to, meh, not important at all. One of the views on the more meh, not important side of the spectrum is that Jesus and not the Bible should be the model that we use to shape our lives. Now, while I think Jesus is the best role model for us, I wonder how those who hold to this position have come to the conclusions because our understanding of Jesus is inseparable from the rest of the Bible, the rest of Scripture. And Jesus asked Jewish leaders, if you don't believe what Moses wrote, how can you believe what I say? Essentially, Jesus is saying that he is rooted in the Scriptures. He's rooted in the Old Testament. And many would argue that the Old Testament points towards Jesus, right from God's promise to rescue his people in Genesis through to the prophecies and the prophets and their prophecies around the Messiah. The point is is that we cannot separate Jesus from the Scriptures. We can't take him out and say the Scriptures aren't important, we just need to focus on Jesus, because the God that chose to become part of human history also chose to embed himself in the written word. And to extract him from that means we run the risk of minimizing his importance in other areas of our lives. 
Because if we can extract them from the scriptures, what else can we extract them from? We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read John 5. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word today, help us to hear it with wisdom and help us to respond to it with your grace. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the contemporary English version, and today I'm reading John 5. Later, Jesus went to Jerusalem for another Jewish festival. In the city near the Sheep Gate was a pool with five porches, and its name in Hebrew was Bethzatha. Many sick, blind, lame, and paralyzed people were lying close to the pool. Besides the pool was a man who had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw the man and realized that he had been crippled for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to be healed? The man answered, Sir, I don't have anyone to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. I tried to get in, but someone else always gets there first. Jesus told him, Pick up your mat and walk. Right then the man was healed. He picked up his mat and he started walking around. The day on which this happened was a Sabbath. When the Jewish leaders saw the man carrying his mat, they said to him, This is the Sabbath. No one is allowed to carry a mat on the Sabbath. But he replied, The man who healed me told me to pick up my mat and walk. They asked him, Who is this man who told you to pick up your mat and walk? But he did not know who Jesus was, 
and Jesus had left because of the crowd. Later, Jesus met the man in the temple and told him, You are now well, but don't sin anymore or something worse might happen to you. The man left and told the leaders that Jesus was the one who had healed him. They started making a lot of trouble for Jesus because he did things like this on the Sabbath. But Jesus said, My father has never stopped working, and that's why I will keep on working. Now, the leaders wanted to kill Jesus for two reasons. First, he'd broken the law of the Sabbath. But even worse, he said that God was his father, which made him equal with God. Jesus told the people, I tell you for certain, the son cannot do anything on his own. He can only do what he sees his father doing, and he does exactly what he sees the father do. The father loves the son and has shown him everything he does. The father will show him even greater things, and you will be amazed. Just as the father raises the dead and gives life, so the son gives life to everyone he wants to. The father doesn't judge anyone, but he's made his son the judge of everyone. The father wants all people to honor the son as much as they honor him. When anyone refuses to honor the son, this is the same as refusing to honor the father who sent him. I tell you for certain that everyone who hears my message and has faith in the one who sent me has eternal life and will never be condemned. They've already gone from death to life. I tell you for certain the time will come, and it is already here, when all the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who listen to it will live. The Father has the power to give life, and He has given that same power to the Son. And He has given His Son the right to judge everyone, because He is the Son of Man. Don't be surprised. The time will come when all the dead will hear the voice of the Son of Man, and they will come out of their graves. Everyone who has done good things will rise to life, but everyone who has done evil things will rise and be condemned. I cannot do anything on my own. The Father sent me, and He is the one who told me how to judge. I judge with fairness because I obey Him, and I don't just try to please myself. If I speak for myself, there is no way to prove I am telling the truth. But there is someone else who speaks for me, and I know that what he says is true. You sent messengers to John, and he told them the truth. I don't depend on what people say about me, but I tell you these things so that you might be saved. John was a lamp that gave a lot of light, and you were glad to enjoy his light for a while. But something more important than John speaks for me. I mean the things that the Father has given me to do. All of these speak for me and prove that the Father sent me. The Father who sent me also speaks for me, but you've never heard his voice or seen him face to face. You have not believed his message because you refuse to have faith in the one he sent. You search the scriptures because you think you will find eternal life in them. The scriptures tell about me, but you refuse to come to me for eternal life. I don't care about human praise but I do know that none of you love God. I have come with my Father's authority and you have not welcomed me, but you will welcome people who come on their own. How could you possibly believe? You like to have your friends praise you, and you don't care about praise that only God can give. Don't think that I will be the one to accuse you to the Father. You have put your hope in Moses, yet he is the very one who will accuse you. Moses wrote about me, and if you'd believed Moses, you would have believed me. 
But if you don't believe what Moses wrote, how can you believe what I say? We're going to have our second piece of music just to think about some of those words of John. So those really quite powerful, important words of John. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Our prayer today, taken from our Walking the Way prayer book, is a prayer for the young people that we have in our churches. I think sometimes we forget that actually they need our prayers as much as we do. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for our young people. We ask that you work in the lives of all young people, but particularly the lives of our young folk at church. Draw closer to those who want to know you. And we pray that they would grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus in the days that lie ahead. Lord, may they learn to walk in spirit and truth and to trust in your word, knowing that your grace is sufficient for all their needs and requirements. Keep them, Lord, from being influenced by the tempting things of the world. And protect them from an enemy who would seek to disrupt their walk with you and their fellowship with the Father. Give them the grace and the wisdom, Lord, they need as they face the challenges of life. But keep them humble in heart, teachable in spirit. And may they learn to look to Jesus for everything. We pray for our young people today, Lord. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. 
our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray. So until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Mm-hmm.